0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Redefine Your Life podcast where we will talk about navigating the human experience supernaturally. I'm Julia
1: and I'm Faith and we will be discussing how balancing our physical and metaphysical realities can bring more fun, joy, and abundance into your everyday life. Namaste.
0: Let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Redivine Your Life. Today, we are going to talk about the importance of having a space that you feel safe in to cultivate your own energy, to create, and really just to be kind of with yourself and your energetic hobbies, maybe just for peaceful alone time, maybe for creative time, and how having that space can look different from person to person and how to build that space, how we have built our space and kind of how it keeps shifting as you kind of shift and grow.
1: Right. We kind of talk about a lot of things that might seem big at the time when you mention things, but when you get down to it and we break it down, everything is so much simpler than it seems. Like Mm -hmm. for some people, a safe space might be like your entire house. Mm -hmm. A safe space might just be one room in your house. It might be your garden. It can be a place out in the woods. Having a safe space is a lot simpler than it sounds. It's really just wherever you can feel like home.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, I love that. And sometimes it's people, but we're trying to make this like sometimes people can feel like your safe space in your in your home and stuff like that. But Absolutely. I think for for this talk we're going to focus on the location and how to create a safe space wherever you are. How to mm-hmm. make wherever you are feel like a safe space. Absolutely. Cuz I think for me too when I was traveling and stuff, I found myself feeling kind of discombobulated emotionally because when I would come home each shift from work to an apartment that I had never lived in before, a brand new space, what made it feel like home was having my cat there, having my stuff there, having these certain colors on the walls, like different things like that made it feel like I could come home and energetically become more neutral and let go of some of the chaos from work and stuff like that and just start to decompress. So
1: those yeah, types and of things. colors actually do play a huge role in things like that. If you've listened to our previous episode with Amina about colors, you'll begin to understand how deeply colors play such a huge role in your life. And simple things like the color of the paint that's on your walls can bring a whole mood to a room that you want to create.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, we can talk about um maybe do you want to talk about why you picked your color on yeah, your walls absolutely. and talk a little bit about your room, maybe the intention that you had when you were creating your room. Just yeah. whatever you feel called to talking.
1: Yeah. So um my room, I'm not sure how well the camera is gonna pick up this. It looks a little gray to me, but my walls are actually dark green because for me, I consider no matter where I'm at in life, my happy place has always been the woods anytime that I go out into the woods I just feel so safe and so at home and so those are the colors to me that I wanted to bring into my home for me to feel that same safety that I feel out in the woods so I also have like a lot of browns a lot of neutrals all the earth tones you can find all over my home and funny enough downstairs for me I started painting a huge part of my home black because black is also a very safe neutral color for me and whenever whenever I see black I'm just like okay this is good anything's gonna go here it doesn't matter what I do black is the color that I'm most drawn to so those are the colors that I went with and my intention behind this room that I have created my safe space is kind of like a general all-purpose just somewhere that I can go and always feel happy That was my biggest intention is that no matter what I do in here, I want to do it and I want to feel happy. I want to feel good about whatever I'm doing. Mm. So I use my room as I call it the office (laughs) Mm. because I do all of my spiritual work in here, which naturally makes me happy. So I'll Mm. use it for space for my clients. I use it for readings for myself. I do my root and my shadow work in here. And I also just like to bring my family up here and hang out because it is my safe space and it feels good to me.
0: Mm -hmm. I love that. And it sounds like when you were talking about the, the feeling of like, it brings happiness to you that to me, it made me think of like self-care, like that Mm -hmm. room feels like a self-care room because when you're there, you're paying attention to what it is that you're self needs in that moment so if you yeah. need to do work if you need to meditate but you feel like the focus is on kind of like the room holds you while you do that
1: yeah so it, it
0: could just be a place where you're peacefully hanging out with family but it could also be like you're doing work because it feels like a productive like it's safe to be in the in the zone room
1: right exactly and I would say that that's definitely what this place is for me
0: hmm And we talk about colors having energy in the other episode, but it kind of made me think of walls. And even though like the colors on the walls, actual the walls and the things in the room also start to absorb some of our energy. So I'll just maybe Mm -hmm. talk briefly about what that means. And then I'll talk about why I chose for my room and stuff like that. But As you're going through and looking at certain things, of course, when you look at like a tapestry or a painting or something that you have as like art on your wall or like a decoration, you're going to kind of look at the colors and you might energetically start to pick up on the colors, but the symbols might also mean something to you and the actual image might mean something to you. So for me, I have like a tapestry on the wall and it's the image is a bunch of colors, but what it the feeling behind the image, it makes me feel like, This is the place that I can fully be myself because I know that I'm safe here and I'm alone here. And this is like the prime time I can close the door and have it be like my Zen zone. So I know I won't be interrupted. It's like that you can relax and like fully feel safe here. So for me, I chose purple, like a lavender color, and I started to feel like I had to change the colors on the walls because this bedroom was actually, it's a spare bedroom was my brother's bedroom when they lived here. And when they lived here, they painted it like this dark forest green color. And I remember when I, before I painted the walls, I would come in and it still felt like my brother lived here. It right, was like the, the energy. energy, yeah, like the, the stagnantness and how stale it felt because the room became a storage room. So after somebody lived in there, it became a storage room. And that's exactly how the room felt, like a stale storage room. And it was just yeah. like, sure, there was a bunch of boxes. So of course it was like about how it looked, but it was also the purpose that it had been used for. So I think what we use the room for starts to absorb some of the energy and hold it for us. So that when we come back to it later, so each day I come in here and like you said, it's a multi-purpose room. I painted the walls like this purple lavender color. I'm not sure if you can really see it very well, but, and then I have like plants in here and over there I have like workout stuff. So I work out in here in the morning and that's like cultivates that I can do anything energy, you know, like, you know, you can, if I could challenge myself physically, then like, sorry about all the noise I can challenge myself mentally and I can do anything that I challenge myself with you know with that determination type feeling and then the chicness of the curtains and like the different plants and I have my salt lamp and this bookshelf and all this vintage stuff and it makes me feel like even though it's not all my stuff the energy that I continue to build in the room kind of starts to soak into the walls and soak into the things that are in here so that when I come back to it I can choose to re-cleanse the area of whatever it is that my intention was behind the room, but knowing that each time I come into this room, I'm charging it with my energy. Mm -hmm. So I hope that's kind of making sense. Like, even though you can still sage out any of the staleness and like, people are like, well, if you don't want the energy of one thing kind of blending with the energy of another, I mean, it's all good energy. It's all stuff that you're cultivating or growing your own energy. So, the place each time, like I like to give Reiki, for example, the place I do Reiki each time, when I do it in a certain place, it will charge that place to almost be like how you take a picture and it's like your phone knows the exact location. I feel like it's like the energy knows the location of where you're drawing it in. So if you're drawing in peace and you're drawing in like this determination and whatever it is that you're drawing in when you're Creating a big, when you're creating more energy and feeding into yourself, like a self care energy, you could be feeding into that. And as we feed into it, we grow it in this place and we charge the room with our energy. And that can be good and bad, right? Like it can be, I I say good and bad because your intention behind it is what you're going to bring. So have you ever been into a room where you don't want to be in that room because it actually brings up an energy that makes you uncomfortable?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that makes perfect sense to me. That's like having an argument in the living room and then walking into the kitchen just because the energy feels better. And then the moment you walk back into that living room, it's an immediate remembrance of that because the energy it's still is there.
0: Mm-hmm. It hasn't been purified. It hasn't been dealt with, or I call it redirected. We can redirect our energy. It's like the, in your body, when you're excited and when you're stressed, you release the same hormone, cortisol right? Or epinephrine if you're really stressed, but you release the same stress hormones, whether you're excited or whether you're worried or anxious, but your body can't tell the difference. So we have to use our mind to redirect that. Have you ever been so excited about something that you're sweating profusely and you're just like in this puddle, like, Wow. Like normally I don't sweat like this unless I'm nervous, but I'm really like hot and excited. And your butt is just like bump your, your blood is just pumping and you get really warm, but you have to tell your mind, okay, it's okay. Body. Like my heart's beating out of my chest, but like, it's okay. This is a good thing. We're excited. It's the same thing with stress. Your body, your heart's rate is beating out of your chest and you have to calm your body down and be like, it's okay, body. We're okay. This is excitement. It's okay. This is a good thing. We're going to channel this energy and we're going to use it for good. We're going to channel through it. We're not just going to let ourselves sit with it and let it take over us. Right.
1: Right. That was like painting my first wall. As soon as I picked up that paintbrush to paint my room, my office that I'm in right now, it was that exact feeling. I was like, oh boy, here we go.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then from there, you can use different things. So when you start to feel like, I just lit some incense, like for example, in here. I felt like the room wasn't feeling stale, but I needed something to kind of heighten my senses and bring me to a more peaceful place. So I lit some incense that's for stimulation, or I could have used like aromatherapy. I could have put some aromatherapy in an infuser and used like a smell. Some people like candles,
1: mm-hmm. some people
0: burn sage, like some people we we'll use different smells. So smells can kind of bring the energy, shift the energy, help you move from one energy to another. Like it's really using our body and using mm-hmm. our senses and our physical to try to bring it to the same alignment of what our intention is. So maybe we can shift and talk about the intention of your room. And you said, you mentioned you use it for multiple things. This room is my safe place. It's the place that I choose to cultivate my energy and try to grow my energy every day but i use it for different things for me it's like working out i use it for reiki i do my meditations and my spiritual work in here but frequently i sage in here because if i start to feel like the energy is becoming more than i can handle or if i'm trying to redirect it and i can't quite you know get out of like a certain funk there's ways that we can bring back in our intention or you can sage or you can try to cleanse it in whatever way you feel mm-hmm. like, like, let's say somebody did come into your room and had an argument with you in your Zen room. And you're like, my Zen room doesn't feel safe right now. You might, that might be a good time to sage.
1: Yeah, and
0: just to right. like, be like, okay, we're going to let go of that juju. Someone else's energy came into my room and like, yeah, maybe it felt a little weird and a little jarring or welcoming other people's energy. Like you said, you welcome your family to come into your energy. You might want to, when they leave, Sage it so that it's back to being Mm -hmm. your energy.
1: Right. Any kind of healing that you are ever doing in your safe space, please just clean it up. Mm -hmm. Clean it up. Get that sage rolling. And there are so many different types of smudges that you can use for a specific purpose. We can go into that in a later episode, but Mm -hmm. that will help with the intention as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If you guys want to hear more about how to smudge a room, what does smudge mean? What is that? That's when you burn a certain herb and you use the smoke to cleanse the energy and the room and stuff like that. We could talk about, like you said, different forms of that. Um, other ways you can use, you can, some people will use water because water is very cleansing. It doesn't have to be holy water. Mm-hmm. If that's what you believe though, if that's your intention around it, you could use holy water, but it's mm-hmm. all about your intention. I can go in my room and burn sage and it's not going to do anything unless my intention behind burning the sage, it's both. Mm -hmm. it's your mind and the physical it's the physical and the metaphysical coming together to create the balance for us
1: beautifully put Mm -hmm.
0: beautiful and then uh, we could talk about I love doing multiple things in this room and I think that's why I have multiple colors you were talking about the feeling of the forest and that being your safe place for me purples and blues and like Turquoises, those like greens and blues, those kind of like um, colder colors,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I feel like are more my what I'm dra- energetically drawn to. And I think that might have something to do with Reiki, you know, having be yeah. that this the intention behind this room was for me to have it be a Zen room and a spiritual creation room. Right. So it makes sense to me why there's purples on the walls and there's peaceful colors in the tapestries that I have. But then this is also the space where I record and I do my coach calls and I do different speaking sessions which I think is why on my desk I felt called to putting like a blue cloth on my desk and behind me is like my my couch where I I do my meditations and I try to connect with my spirits and like source and stuff like that and that I feel like couch with the green and the turquoise and the blue is very like upper heart chakra area and like having those colors there I can say like oh yeah like this is the the total purpose behind it. But what I realized is that I was actually, I was just drawn to those tapestries. Once I built the room and I just kind of listened to my intuition, like I didn't really, I tried not to stress about how this room came together. Mm-hmm. And I'm more focused on how I felt when I picked up the tapestry. And I was like, I think I should put this on yeah. this wall. And I did. And then I like looked at it and I was like, that feels really good. And then I put the tapestry somewhere on the other, on this wall, instead of this one on the couch. And I had it there and I was like, that feels good, but I feel like I'm going to move that later. And I ended up moving it and putting on the couch. And now I'm like, okay, that feels like it's now that feels good. And I might end up shifting the room again. I might end up, I have another tapestry coming. I added plants. Like as you create and shift in your room, it's also going to shift and like, don't be so, so strung up on your space staying and looking the same, like there's going to be times where energetically you might need to freshen up and doing that might look like changing your room. It might not be sage. You might start to feel like, okay, this room needs a redecorating or just a reshuffling or just a little bit of an adjustment because it might start to feel like you need to stir some stuff up.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. You know how many times I've rearranged my office already? Probably like at least six times. And there's nothing wrong with that. If I change this room every single day and somebody walks in here and they're just like, oh, it's different. I liked it better over there. Well, that's too bad. Because yeah. that's the way that it is. And I'm yeah. going to follow my intuition and I'm going to create this space the way that I feel like I'm called to do it.
0: Yeah. And that's not to say, I mean, you should get inspired by other people if you're lacking in like seeing the creative vision for yourself. Um, You could go and try to get inspiration from others, look at other people's like different spiritual rooms, like Pinterest is great for that, like helping you create that vision. But then once you have kind of the ideas, maybe brainstorm some color ideas and then start to look at what you already have, you'd be surprised what you already have in your in your stuff. I know we have, we all have just like so much stuff. And I think we've realized with COVID being at home with all of our stuff, how much stuff we really have. <laughs> so before you go out and you feel like you need to buy things to make your room spicier and to bring the energy into your room, look at what you already have. Maybe there's something sitting in a box, right?
1: It is so simple. Like I honestly didn't have a lot when I moved here, but you know what I did have? I had a tarot deck guidebook that was falling apart at the seams. So since I didn't really have anything to decorate with here, I just finished taking apart my guidebook and I taped it together and I hung it on the wall. And that is what's sitting behind me right here on my wall. Mm. And every time I look at it, it reminds me of my intention behind this room and that I'm here to do the spiritual work.
0: Hmm. I love that. Yeah. That's my desk. Tapestry is my giant mushroom guy. I would flip you around, but I don't know what it'll look like. (laughs) And all of the different things that I have acquired over the years that I didn't realize I was always looking at certain things. Like I'm never going to use that. Like one of my best friends from college bought this for me. And she actually sent, it's like a little incense thing. And she sent this to me a couple of like a year or two ago. And I remember getting it and being like, oh my gosh, that's adorable. But I don't know what I'm going to do with that. Like, so I ended up just putting it in a box and being like, oh, this is really cute. I'm going to use this someday. I just know it yeah. <laughs> yeah, perfect. sat in a box. And then I was like digging through my stuff. Like what else do I have that might be nice in this room? And like just rearranging. And I know my mom found a couple of things that she was like, Oh, this is really cute. Here's a picture frame. And I, I hung my Reiki master, like my certificate, I hung that in the little picture frame that she found like on a bookshelf somewhere. So it's like, it's crazy what you can find in your own stuff Mm -hmm. and what you maybe could create from your stuff. Like you made a wall decoration out of something that was like a guidebook. How many Mm -hmm. of us have like posters of cool things that we've always thought about hanging on our walls, but we never have. Maybe this is the time to dig up that old poster, roll it out and make an intention with the room that you have had for the past year and a half. But since COVID happened, you've been spending a lot more time in that room. And maybe Mm -hmm. it's time to freshen up that room. Mm -hmm. And especially because the pandemic's not going anywhere. Sorry, anybody who thinks that vaccines are (laughs) going to end the pandemic, it's not going anywhere. COVID is a virus and it's going to keep mutating. So you might as well get used to spending time at home, in your own space, not connected to everybody else, twenty four seven, because it's not going to be like that. And Facts. it's safer Sorry. by yourself. Sorry, <laughs> safer, safer meaning just to be social distance, not to right. Be isolated, being isolated, it's not safer because then your mental health is going to plummet too. So
1: right, but that's to not- your friends.
0: But the point is, you're spending so much time in our rooms, we might as well make them benefit us. We might as well spend exactly. some time thinking about what we could be creating for ourselves in just our own room. And that little bit of creation, like makes me want to get up sometimes in the morning and get out of the bedroom, like come Mm -hmm. home and be in this room. Like I have the guitar in here so I can do like more fun hobbies. I want to get all my art stuff in here so that I can have it be visible. I think that's the other thing when you create the space for yourself, you can make more things visible because out of sight, out of mind, right? Mm -hmm. if we have it
1: important to me, because like this, this shelf that I have behind me, it's just an open bookshelf. And we had it in our bathroom when we moved into the house. And immediately I was like, Oh, I love that. I'm going to put that somewhere, but I don't know where yet. And then when I started putting my room together, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so perfect. Because I love that I can display everything so I don't have to forget about it. Like my second shelf in the middle here, it has all of my paintbrushes and my paint and a little teeny tiny canvas that I put up that I did paint. So I can remind myself to keep going with the creation. And then I've got tarot up above, tarot and oracle. And then I've got all of my... Intention jar and herbs down there.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's, it motivates us to use our stuff a little bit more too. You know, I say stuff, but it could just be for me, it's like I have my weights visible. So all my workout stuff, I come in here and it's like, yeah, I can meditate and journal and I can wake up slowly, but I'm looking at the weights. So the longer I sit here and look at it, the more I'm like, okay, even my just looking at my yoga mat. I'm like, okay, I'm looking at it. I should probably move my body now that I have woken up a little bit and I've done my meditation, you know, instead of getting up and like I was doing going downstairs, getting a cup of coffee and joining my mom on the couch for some good morning, America. Like, no, thanks mom. (laughs) You're retired. You can choose to do what you want with your life. And if that's what you choose, fine. But I was waking up and being grumpy every day because I was like, going into somebody else's energy. First of all, I wasn't allowing yeah. for myself to be in my own energetic field and to wake up without the disruptions of everything else around me, including like social media technology. Like I've been trying to come into this room and not be on my phone for like the first half an hour of being awake and mm. just allow for your energy to be with yourself and to see how much that changes the projection of your day.
1: Yeah. 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 And a lot of people
0: are probably going to work every morning. So maybe I'm fortunate enough that I'm not (laughs) going right to a desk to go to work or physically leaving the house to go to work, but I still do work every day. It's just more about on your, on my timeline, I guess, on the, the lack of rush. There's no like structure there. But the structure is that you come into this space and then you're more likely you want to create more. You want to be in this energy. And then you, Mm -hmm. when you take care of yourself that little bit, even if you were to spend just like a half an hour in this room that you've created for yourself, bring your intention for the day. If you bring that energy and that peacefulness to the start of your day, that's going to set you up for a more intentional day too.
1: Absolutely. I was just going to comment on uh, the cell phone use thing. Mm -hmm. A lot of people that I know, oh my Lord, everyone just comes home and they sit on the couch and they're on their phone. Like that would be a great time to break a habit like that. Just take a minute to sit down and appreciate what's around you. Once again, look around, look at all of your things. That's why it's important to have them visible so Mm -hmm. that you can remind yourself to detach from social media.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I know it makes me more motivated to do my fun hobbies rather than just Mm vegging out on the couch, which I mean, there's definitely times where rest and relaxation and crafting might not be restful for you. That might be something that's more of like work for you, or it might feel less relaxing. But when you're in this space and you detach from the media aspect, like anything social media or TV, Netflix, whatever, it starts to. Give you that moment where you can kind of really ask yourself like what what would I want to be doing with my time right now? And you kind of give yourself that minute of we're all saying we don't have ten minutes to meditate. Well, when we get home from work, don't we just sit on the couch for ten minutes and go on our phones? Mm-hmm. So maybe making a goal for yourself, I have my safe space up in that room, so when I come home from work, you know I pour myself a glass of water maybe eat a snack. And then I go up into the room and I spend 15 minutes just sitting and literally doing nothing, not going on my phone, but just sitting and allowing for yourself to decompress.
1: Mm-hmm. That's very important.
0: I think it makes the days not seem so clumped together too. If you've been feeling really yeah. busy, which I know I feel busy and I feel like time is non-existent, <laughs> but that might be helpful too, right? To have a goal be to go into your whatever you want to call it, your Zen room, your creation room, your self-care room, whatever that space is. It doesn't even have to be a room. It could just be your desk. You could just have a different desk. It could be, you know, a corner in the room. It doesn't have to be a whole room. It could be your car. Maybe you go out to your car and you have, you listen to your podcast or your meditation for half an hour. And that's your Zen time. Like whatever it is to slow your timeline down so that you can rejoin the energy of the present moment with your body. I think that's a lot of what this room does for me too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Speaking of meditation.
0: Yeah. Do we maybe want to do that? I think we touched on all the topics. We talked about why it's important to have this room so that you can continue to find present moments, to be mindful of your energy and how you are to do check-ins with yourself, Um, to do, to have everything visible so that when you see it, you're more likely to use it, which will increase that productivity. If you're feeling lack of productivity, Mm -hmm. um, open it to your visible awareness, put it in your face, you know, like maybe putting, yeah, maybe putting little reminders up in the wall. That's like, Hey, go check out your Zen room. Like putting that on your mirror in your bedroom so that it's like. Have mm-hmm. you visited, have you visited your space today? Like, yeah,
1: you know, setting timers like alarms on your phone. That's mm-hmm. another
0: good one. Oh, timers are great for social media stuff too. If you're like,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, I want to like,
0: you know, escape for 15 minutes, but you could also set a timer for 15 minutes to not be on your phone,
1: you yeah. know?
0: Mm-hmm. So it could be a 15 minute timer of when you get to use that, but it could also be like a break, like a 15 minute break from your phone or break from whatever wow. it is you're doing. And, you know. Listening to your inner guide when you're decorating your room, setting an intention when you go into the room, like I might come into the room in the morning and my intention is to wake up and de-stress and to wake up and to connect with my body. And maybe I do some yoga and I do like a meditation. And then once I'm finished, that initial intention was to wake up. And then I I look at my stuff and I see I have my journal. I could maybe journal and then it gets the ball rolling for you. So it can start to help you build that habit having everything in mind. Um, that room can this room can also be, or this space can also be good for processing anything that you might be going through. So not just journaling for feel good, but it could be gratitude and mm-hmm. um like different rituals, which I know we we talked about maybe making an episode about rituals so that yes, it yes, simplifies, yeah, like simplifies some stuff that you can do with simply a pen and paper just your own words um so like affirmation type rituals simple rituals with making like we can talk about making black salt and yeah, cleansing yeah. crystals maybe making moon water maybe making intention or affirmation or dream jars we have lots of stuff we could talk oh, about yeah. with rituals so if you guys want to more about rituals
1: yeah we're gonna dive more into the witchy stuff later you best believe
0: yeah. I'm excited for that. Cause I know I want to learn some about that, like how to protect your mirrors, like simple things like that. And yeah. So to wrap up, we're going to finish with a meditation and I'll just ask that if you're not already in a comfortable position that you take a minute to get yourself comfortable, maybe sit with your feet on the ground, My feet on the ground. If you're driving, please don't close your eyes, but just find (laughs) peace. (laughs) I know I listen to podcasts when I drive. So if you're driving, just take a moment and don't close your eyes, but
1: take a deep breath. I'm going to go ahead and shut my mic off now. Okay.
0: And just start to bring your awareness to. This point between your eyes, this point on your forehead, between your eyebrows, I should say, and if you can close your eyes, close your eyes and start to focus your intention to that center point in your forehead. And I'm going to join you there. And what we are trying to do with this meditation is find the feeling that you are trying to bring into your space whether the feeling is safety, creativity, whether it is peace, whatever it is that you're wanting to welcome into the space. And that's gonna be your intention for this meditation. And we're gonna hold that feeling between your eyebrows and your third eye space to see what colors, what energy comes through and to just help that cultivate the space that doesn't exist yet for you. And as you focus on that intention, it's gonna get stronger and it's going to bring itself into the room that you're currently in and help you feel how your intention behind what it is that you're trying to create, whatever energy you're trying to create is gonna be the most powerful thing for this space for yourself. Doesn't matter where you are, if you bring this intention to your mind, you will be in your safe place. If you find yourself getting distracted, just refocusing on your breath, focusing on the feeling of peace feeling of whatever it is you're drawing into your room every breath in feel your power coming into your body and with every breath out letting go of any resistance every breath in honoring how worthy you are to have this space re-exhale, letting go of any doubts of worthiness, deep breath in, feel the white light, beautiful energy coming in, exhale out any resistance. feel like it's hard for you to hold the space for yourself as you breathe in deeply expanding your lungs hold the breath in at the top that discomfort imagine how that feels and then let it go exhaling all the way physically forcing out any stale oxygen keeping you from your power you breathe in again, noticing how powerful each breath comes in once you've expanded. Seeing how vastly you grow from inhale to exhale, how much space your body can hold for you, how powerful your lungs are, the life force that it brings in you with every breath. brings in life force, it also exhales out all of the things in the air that are not serving your physical body. As you continue to breathe and feel this feeling very deeply in your body. Feel how heavy your feet are on the ground, if they are on the ground. Knowing that you can carry this idea of energy with you. Each time you enter into your safe space, you tap into that energy. And then when you leave the safe space, you carry it with you in the roots of your feet gaia shares space for us to hold this energy anytime you feel your feet on the earth you can feel rooted in that intention rooted in that feeling knowing your safe space carries along with you because it lives in your mind's eye right here where we are right now for you. Thank you for showing up today for yourself, for the world, and for all the goodness that we know we're here to receive. Thank you for joining us in this podcast episode. We hope that it receives you well. And thank you for continuing to try even when it gets really hard, even when safe feels so far away, know that you can call it in, call it back in for yourself, find the peace in your mind's eye. messages that came through thanking your higher self for maybe joining you thanking yourself for showing up thank you faith for being here with me and thank you for the meditation
1: that was wonderful yeah and we hope that we will see you soon yeah thanks for (laughs) stopping in guys